Hey, business building warrior. Welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. I'm your host, Jim Cockrum, and we have a weekend update episode for you. As often as we can, we're going to compile some of the best moments from recent episodes, just in case you missed something, or if you want to be re-reminded of some of the greatest tips and strategies, some of those compelling, maybe emotional moments from some of the recent podcast episodes, some things to really get you fired up and motivated. Maybe you're going to work hard this weekend and knock out some good action on your business. Well, this is a great podcast episode to take with you, our weekend updates. These are short segments, little clips from recent episodes that you may have missed. Now, keep in mind, if you want to hear the full episode for anything you're about to hear, just check the show notes. Go to silentgym.com, find this podcast episode, and look for the show notes. We'll tell you exactly which episode each of our clips were pulled from, so you can go check out the full thing if you'd like. But in any case, thanks for being a listener to this show. Thanks for being a part of the, the growing community of people who enjoy and benefit from the Amazon and e-commerce training that we provide in this community. So one little reminder all the great people you're going to hear today being interviewed, the discussions I'm having, they all have something in common. They are all students of the Proven Amazon course, the most established, most success-filled, most frequently updated, most cutting-edge Amazon training course that's great for anyone from brand new sellers who've never sold anything before online to some of the most advanced sellers you'll ever meet. They're all using the Proven Amazon course strategies, or our coaching program. There's links to both at silentgym.com, as well as a link to our free Facebook group, where we've got, as I record this, over 71,000 members who are interacting from around the world using the strategies that we teach on this podcast and in our content. So let's jump into the weekend update. Thanks for listening. We'll have brand new episodes for you very soon. So keep listening, keep checking back. Enjoy the weekend update. It sounds to me like you've, you're in a routine where it's pretty easy for you to find new replans as you need them. Yeah, it, it, it is. I don't look for them much anymore now. Like three weeks ago, we hired a VA through uh, your VA program, actually. So we've been letting him do most of our sourcing because I mean, that was taking up 80% of my time was the sourcing. Mm-hmm. So that right there, I mean, saved me so much time so that I could put more into prepping and all this other part to the business. Sure. And how's that going working with... Uh, that's the provenreplansva.com program, by the way, so people know. It'll be in the show notes too. But how's it going so far a few weeks in? Pretty good. You know, I mean, it's... You know, they haven't done this as much as we have. So, you know, you got to... There's some things you got to work with them on. Sure. But for, for the most part, you know, they got Keepa down and all that kind of stuff figured out because uh, I think it's Kyle. I think it's yeah. the guy that trains them. That's right. And he does a pretty good job at teaching them Keepa, showing them how to input it into a either Google Sheets or a, an Excel spreadsheet so that everything's all listed. You don't even have to look up this, the ASIN. Right. He leaves the website there for the where your source is and the Amazon website. So you just click pops up, you open up both screens just to confirm whether or not the item's profitable, you know, what you need instead of having to sit there and do all the work yourself. Right. You know, yeah. So. It's, a, it's a pretty smooth process. And I know you've got a, a pretty high bar for the ASINs that you'll take because for being as successful as you are, you don't have that many ASINs relative to the dollar figures you're putting up. So had yeah. your VA found some helpful... ASINs in the first couple of weeks yet? Or how, how's that, you know, just what's the reality? He's, he's found 
a lot of ASINs. You know, I've like I told you before, you know, I kind of I have a business partner now that I work with. He's been selling on Amazon for a little while. And I let him have a lot of them just because I can't keep up with some of them. And then I've only taken two of them myself just because they're higher dollar amounts and stuff. And right. my business partner like sticking with the lower sales ones or lower cost. The high velocity, lower cost. Sure. Yeah, which I, you know, I I if it's high velocity, I'll jump on it with him. But for the most part, I let him have a lot of the smaller ones and I'll take the higher buy costs. Gotcha. Uh, that way he can kind of get his sales boosted and going. And gotcha. you know, I can get mine boosted too, but through bigger items. Sure. Sure. Well, I always like to hear feedback the first few weeks in or so, kind of see how folks are settling in with their new virtual assistant. And uh, they work only for you, as you know, but this is for the listener's sake. And we train them with the understanding they're going to work for one seller. And then you can do what you want with your leads, of course, share it with your buddy or your partner. But it uh, sounds like they're doing a pretty decent job for you, man. That's good to hear. Yes, sir. Well, yeah. we Like I said, we like him. He's, he's really nice. He apologizes. Yeah. <laughs> he has an issue. He apologizes. He makes a mistake. He's like, I'm sorry, I'll do better. You know. So I like how, you know, they want to learn. They want to do better. Right. Four dollars an hour. Is that the pay rate? That's what we pay them. Yep. Uh Kyle had told us three to four. And mm-hmm. I just me and my buddy talked and I don't want to pay them the low end, you know. So we went with four dollars yeah. an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which spends like about thirty, thirty-two dollars an hour in their local currency right now, which is yeah, I'd, what an opportunity for him, for you, mm-hmm. uh, for us to be able to train and these techniques and and find good sellers, you know, good people out there who are working hard building their businesses, and uh, this can certainly speed things up. So, yeah, I didn't even realize you'd done that. I just know that I get these updates from you from time to time, and I love sharing them and hearing about them. Let's talk through how you are finding ASINs because one of the questions that people have, you know, we talked about the using the virtual assistant, but like, where are you looking? What categories, what price range? Give us some, some pointers without giving away any of your inventory, obviously. But, and on top of that too, let's tell people some numbers because I think you have one of the more interesting cases of pretty low ASIN count, number of replans that you have for the numbers you have. In some cases, p- people putting up the numbers that I've seen you're putting up have like 1,200 ASINs. How many do you have? Right now I have... About 65. And I got a few more new ones going out. So I'm going to be probably close to 70 after the shipment goes in today. Right. You got a shipment sitting there near you, ready to go. Yeah. Right right next to me, actually. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So it just shows you what's possible if you're picky about your ASINs and you yeah, set I'm a very... high standard, what, like a high ROI, high price point, certain speed of. Uh... I don't even look at ROI. I just look at margin. I mean, strictly margin. Just because, I mean, I don't care how much the return on investment is. I just care. Am I making 20%, you know, or whatever, which my baseline used to be minimum 20%, even though a lot of people take a lot lower, you know, I'm still working full-time jobs. So I got to buy my time, basically what I want to put it, you know, my time towards. So, you know, I won't, I wouldn't take anything less than 20, but as I get closer to quitting, my job, I'm going to probably take closer to 15, but I, I'll probably never take anything under 15%. And I do like high sales velocity. I prefer things to sell at least 100 times a month. But How many drops got, does that represent typically when you're saying, I'm going to test this? How many drops on Keepa are you looking for? At least 20 to 25 minimum. Minimum. Yeah. Minimum. 
unless it's a high buy cost item in the margins there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen I've seen a new one I was just looking at the other day that had lower drops, but the profit I think for sale was like 30 bucks. So if I can sell something once a day and make $30 a day on that one item, I'll sell it. Right. But for anything under $25 sale price, I want it to sell at least 100 times a month. It's across all sellers. Or for, Are you talking only for you or for all? Sellers? Just for me. I want at least 100 sales. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a pretty high bar to set. Yeah. And I've, and I've, I've been able to get it you know, too because... I don't do like now. I don't recommend this at all because I'm high risk, and I I did like you guys said, studied Keepa extensively. I you know probably last February. I mean, I spent hours and hours and hours looking over that, running the numbers, looking at listing after listing, and my test. I usually test a minimum of five hundred dollars on an item, and a lot of times I'll test at least two hundred units. You know, I've gone as much as I had one listing where I bought 200 brand new tests. This is actually a month and a half ago, two months ago. I bought 200 and I got to looking at the listing a little bit more. And I was like, no, let's buy 200 more. So I bought 400 units to test that item. Sent them all in. A week or two later, they started getting in stock and I sold 100 of them, I think, my first week. So I was like, let's order 600 more. (laughs) And I've had it selling for 45 days and I've sold almost 700 of that item. And the last 30 days, I've sold 522. I looked at it right before I got on here. That's awesome. Talk me through the numbers. What's that look like on Keepa? What's your net profit on that item? What price point are you paying for it? Just talk us through it. My price point went, went up a little... or Yeah, went up a little bit. My buy cost just went up a little bit as well because of uh, my supplier, for some reason, increasing the cost. But you know, I get it for less than three dollars, and you know, my profit on it is my profit was two fifty, and now it's going to be two dollars, something like that. So it's probably the last thirty days I've made over a thousand bucks on that item. But like I said, my margin's going down because of the new increase. Sure. What, so what's the sell price on it? It's under ten. So it's, it's under S. Yeah, it's 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 SNL. My pricing ranges anywhere from you know low end of SNL all the way up to I think my highest priced items oh just over a hundred dollars. So you know I started off a lot smaller when I first started, but I've been breaking out into fifty dollar buy cost, sixty dollar buy cost, trying to get into more and more big items as I've got more money coming in. Nice for people who don't know what small and light is. Jump in the Facebook group or just. Google it, look on Amazon in the seller central area. You can read up on it. But basically any product that you're selling for $10 or less that's under a certain size, weight, dimension, you can dramatically lower your fees by enrolling that ASIN in the small and light program. And it's just a couple button clicks and they accept or reject it. And typically they accept it. So it's a good way to save a lot of fees. So like what you're hearing right now in this example, you can find items that you paid couple dollars for and sell them for 10 and you're still making two, three bucks depending on you know the prep and other details. And if you find those hot items that are really flying, you can do well. That's a thousand dollar a month ASIN for you, you said net, right? Yeah. And that's that's not even my most profitable ASIN. I mean right. I, that's just one example. Yeah. And, and yeah. those are beautiful for your metrics too. I gotta imagine like your IPI score is pretty pretty smoking stable. What's your score? It's 
it's set pretty steady right at 526. Yeah. I don't know why it hasn't gone up, but it, it stays between 520 and 530. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why it's that range, but I don't care as long as I got unlimited. Yeah. You know, as long as you're over 450. I think they've even lowered it recently to 400, maybe. Uh, that's they the- did. I, I just got an email just this week. I don't remember if they upped it back to 450 or if it's still 400, but, but I just yeah. got an email this week. It bounces around that territory though. So you're yeah. well in that, you know, it's not like the higher is better, but the further you stay away from that line in the sand where they start limiting your storage space, you know, the further you stay away from that, the better. Well, I see some screenshots from you from time to time. They just look beautiful. For a guy who's working full time. And, and to be clear, I mean, you're still putting in 40 plus hours. I just got put back up to 40 because I was having yeah. back issues, herniated discs, and stuff like that. Sure, sure. So you up to 40 now. Right. So running a full-time job and this Amazon is the side gig. And how much help do you have in your business? Who all is working on the team besides you? It's mainly me and my wife. And then my girls help us you know, some when I need them to. Sure. And you and got then, your VA now in the Philippines just a few weeks in helping find some yeah. Masons. Yeah, and, you know, my business partner called me last night to go from the Google Sheets, and I was like, "Man, I haven't got time tonight." I said, "Let's do it tomorrow night." So, <laughs> yeah, you know, probably here in about four hours, he's probably going to give me a call to go over, you know, Google Sheets and see what we got. Sure, sure, split them up and hit them hard. That's yep. beautiful. And I love that you're doing it with a with a partner as well. That's such a great. I love that there's reminders that this business doesn't have to be done in isolation. Where you're like, hey, these are mine. I'm keeping it secret. Now you don't want to share your list with the whole world, obviously, and say, hey, sixty nine thousand members of Facebook group. Here's every ace and I sell. Why don't you guys all go try to sell it too? You know, there's a degree of uh, mm-hmm. if you want to keep that kind of to yourself, maybe be share it with a few friends and you help each other out and you get on some of the same ASINs. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a beautiful way to do this business. And that's kind of what you guys are doing. Um, Give me some numbers, man. I've seen some screenshots. This is what got you back on my radar. I'm like, I got to have this guy back on the show. Uh, So how's it going, man? Give me some months. And uh, what's your goal for the 2022? Well, my original goal for this year was to increase my sales 50% from last year. And last year, I broke 400. This year, I wanted to break 600. And let's see. I'll look at the 12 months. October, I hit 40 for the first time ever. And also beginning of October, we took out the two uh, two small business loans to increase our sales, which actually end- increased our sales 50%. We went November, we got up to just over 50. December was just under 60. January, 60. February, even a shortened month, we still were just shy of 60. And March, right around... In February, Amazon actually offered us a very large loan. And, you know, it it took us a while. You know, my wife and I were debating on whether to get it or not. And, you know, I prayed over it for three or four weeks and just kept really thinking about it, running the numbers. And I was like, man, everything's telling me I need to take this loan. And I told my wife, I was like, if we increase our sales with the new loan, just 50%, that'll pay the loan. Anything more is a bonus. It's money in our pocket. And we finally took it. March 6th, we took the loan. And payment's 11000 a month because it's only a 12-month loan through Amazon. And our sales, I spent probably forty grand the first two weeks, three weeks, 40, 50 grand. We did nothing but package for three weeks straight other oh, than... Inventory. Yep. Yes. 
to get it all pushed in there because that's a big loan. You got to make sure you get the sales for it. Yep. In March, we finished just shy of 80 grand with hammering that inventory in there. April, we were at 108, just shy of 108. And then so far in May, let me see May. Which we're about two thirds through May 2022. We are at 83 Beautiful. for March. So yeah. you, have a, you could be looking at a 120 for, for May. Yeah. And I, I mean, when we started this, I had high expectations of it, of Amazon and being able to, you know, make it a full-time job, but I never expected to get this kind of sales, let alone as quickly as we did. That's what really, you know, shocked me. But, you know, we've been blessed really well this past 16, 18 months because if I didn't have this business when my injury happened, you know, and these herniated discs, we'd have had to pull from our emergency fund first. And then what happens after that? You know, we wouldn't really had any extra income. So Amazon has paid my bills, you know, the first quarter of this year, Amazon paid most of my bills because I didn't, you know, I wasn't working much. So it's been amazing to see what's happened. Well, I love your story, man. I love your heart. You're one of these giving guys. uh, You know, one of the reasons that we're we're keeping this kind of anonymous is because we don't want your inbox filled up because you have a hard time saying no to folks. And I can certainly appreciate and respect that along with, you know, you're still employed. And so I just want to encourage folks that are listening to this, maybe thinking through, wow, I I, kind of want to do that. This is the proven Amazon course. There's no rocket science here. This is learning Keepa, learning to recognize a good replen and then testing it. It just so happens, you know, the thing that makes your model different and interesting is that you're looking at the higher end things. You know, you want a lot of sales. You want, you're very picky over which replens you look at. Uh, so let me ask you this. Maybe this is a, a good question for you. How many ASINs do you look at before you find a winner, typically? It depends on the day. I mean, I've had days where, you know, I can look at 10 different ASINs and I'll take five of them. And then I've had days where I look at 50 ASINs and I only find one. So, right. It but, just varies. But I, I, I will say this. Keepa, you know, Keepa's king. I don't, I don't care what anybody says about any other app. I have between a 95 to 98% hit rate with Keepa. So there may be some other apps out there, but I guarantee 100% you know, confidence that there ain't nothing going to be better than that, that one right there. As far if you as, read a Keepa chart and it says it's good, then you, you're 95 to 98% confident it's good. You test it, you go in, you go after it. That's what you're and saying. That's what I'm saying. My, my hit rate, if I pick one, there's a 95 to 98% chance it's going to sell. Yeah. Just because how good Keepa is. Yeah, exactly. And for those who don't know what we're talking about with Keepa, if you haven't listened to very many episodes, go listen to podcast episode 369. I talk about Keepa, why we love it, what it does, why it's unique in the industry. And it's only 20 bucks. We're not trying to sell 20 bucks a month, something like that. We're not trying to sell Keepa subscriptions here. It's just a, it's a tool that does things that other tools can't do because of how they collect data from Amazon. It's almost like a secret insider tip. I was talking with another guy who's doing about two and a half million a year yesterday. And it's like, hey, you're using Keepa, right? And he's like, how in the world does anybody do Amazon without Keepa? I'm like, I was just asking, man. (laughs) So, you know, it it really is a, it's an unfair advantage almost over the other sellers who aren't using it. And it surprises me how many people are paying for these 50, 100, $300 a month tools that don't do what Keepa does for 20 bucks. Uh, It's pretty amazing. 
We'll get back to the show in just a second, but I've got to tell you about a new sponsor to this program, Ecom Balance. They help e-commerce sellers and Amazon sellers with their bookkeeping. Your accountant is not your bookkeeper, by the way. You've got to be keeping great books. That's how you know if you're profitable or not. If you're struggling to know your numbers, you don't want to be operating on gut instinct. Our friends at Ecom Balance are there to help you out. You can go to Ecom Balance and mention that you heard about them from this program, and they'll give you two free months of bookkeeping so you can try them out. A link that takes you straight to the offer is, write this down, it will also be in the show notes, by the way, jimc.biz slash keeper. Again, jimc.biz slash keeper, as in bookkeeper. Go check them out. Check out their two months free offer. Tell them we sent you. Let's get back to the show. He launched into finding underserved ASINs on Amazon. And if you're new around here, let me explain what I mean by that. If you've been around, you probably know what I meant when I said that. But let me tell you what an underserved ASIN is on Amazon. That's what Ed does, our guest. So an underserved ASIN is a listing on Amazon that isn't getting enough attention. It's an easily sourced product that's being sold on a listing that doesn't have enough attention from sellers. Meaning maybe there's two or three profitable sellers there, but they're almost running out of stock or are running out of stock frequently. Or maybe it's 10, 20, 30 sellers, but they're all making a nice profit on an easily sourced product. It could be a three-pack or a single unit of an item. That's irrelevant. The type of item, the category on Amazon is irrelevant. We teach you how to find underserved ASINs on Amazon and then begin serving those ASINs alongside the other sellers who are already there in many cases. Most cases, actually, there's other sellers. That's a huge opportunity. If you go back in time over the past couple hundred episodes of this podcast, the vast majority of them are people talking about success with that exact model, scaling to the point where they never see or touch their inventory even in many cases. They've got partners or someone else they're paying to handle the inventory, to do those moving parts. And they've got an automated system, much like what our friend Ed today has. Again, no exaggeration. He says he works 15 minutes to an hour a day. He's automated his systems. He shares a lot of the tools that he's using, a lot of resources. You might be scribbling down some notes and some things that he says today. He's one of these fascinating guys with a great story. No nonsense, like I said, straight to the point. I think you're really going to enjoy hearing his story and how he's built this incredible business. So before we jump over and meet Ed, one last reminder, if you're ready to start building your story using Amazon creatively the way that we've taught thousands of others to do, provenamazoncourse.com is all you're going to need. Our replens course is there. It's the only way to get it. Go through the training. It'll step you through as you grow. It'll open up all the other opportunities to you as well over time. You're going to benefit greatly. Just wait and hear what Ed has to say about all of this. I don't know how I ended up, but I pick, ended up picking up Jimmy Smith's RA Replenish course and access to his Facebook group. And again, like most of the other things I've done, didn't do anything with it. Bought the thing, sat on my uh, hard drive. Then one day I'm, you know, I'm looking at my credit card bills. What the hell is this, this credit card charge, a recurring credit card charge? So I, because it, it came from a name that didn't like make any sense to me. I forget what it was, but I Googled the name and it's this. And I, I ended up getting back to the Facebook group and I go, oh, well, yeah, I bought this thing. And then I think the reason why I really didn't do anything with it, because it was called like replenish. And I was thinking replenish was like toilet paper and soap and, you know, that kind of stuff, as opposed to 
something being replenishable to me as a seller. I was thinking as something being replenishable to someone as the buyer. So anyway, right. before I canceled this thing, I figured I'd go through the course. So I went through the course and it's the whole, the RA replenished course just clicked to me. That just made sense. Just instead of having to go out and buy books, just buy a new book every day, a new book every day or drop shipping where you're having a different thing every day. Now all I got to do is I got to find a couple items and just keep replenishing them. That seemed like such an easy thing. And I started doing that, mostly doing uh, retail arbitrage, going to the stores and stuff like that. And uh, that worked okay. I was making money. I was enjoying it. But I'm not really a guy who likes going to stores. I'll tell you that. I know when, when you're talking about it, you love going around to the stores and scanning stuff or looking stuff up on the phone. And it wasn't that. I, I kind of almost felt embarrassed at the store. I'd be looking at people, be looking at me. It's like, uh, that was not for me. But, you know, the, the whole technique was working and I was making money. But then I start, I switched over to OA, just doing the online version of that. And that's something that I, uh, I really enjoyed doing. Let me take a moment here, just make sure we're keeping everyone up to speed. Okay. I'm thoroughly enjoying this journey. You're very matter of fact. I love your your presentation styles. Like, yeah, okay, this well, is how good. it is. This is what happened. You know, no questions, right? All right, let's keep going. I love it. You're just like plowing through what I think is going to be a pretty fascinating story to a lot of people because you've you've been there, done that. You've seen it all. You know, of all the programs you've purchased and tried, you've seen a thousand come across your desk that you've yes. recognized as like and the oh, wholesale, that's a the wholesale one I paid twenty four hundred dollars for. Didn't do anything with that. And the one that I got from Jimmy, which I think was twenty nine dollars when I bought it. That's the thing that turned the whole thing for me. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and we pride ourselves on, you know, the proven Amazon course is where the replens is tucked in. Correct. And I think it's very valid to compare it to some of the courses that cost thousands of dollars, especially when we start absolutely, hearing from, absolutely. you know, you're just one of I hundreds spent, of people. I spent that, thousands of dollars on courses and that's definitely the best course that I've, that's the thing that got me going. Mm-hmm. It was the most common sense. And like you talked about, like the private label stuff, I, I didn't, never really got involved in that. But, you know, all that stuff is out there for thousands of dollars where twenty nine ninety five or whatever will get you going on something that's just, you know, doable for most people. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, absolutely. The best thing about the pack stuff is if you apply it, it will work. It's very hard to make it not work unless you don't do it. Yeah. I mean, you see people posting on Facebook, they can't find stuff. But you just got to keep at it. Eventually, you're going to find stuff. Well, I, I love to to give listeners a new vantage point and maybe a you know different perspective on describing what is the replens model. You already identified one of the most common misconceptions. People think, well, I'm only going to be selling things that people buy over and over again. Toilet paper, vitamins, you know, their favorite shampoo, same customer buying. Like That's what they think replens are when they first hear it. That's not what it is. It's stuff that you replenish. But let's say you're running into a high school friend and he's like, hey, man, you do some stuff on this. Explain this Amazon replen thing to me. Like If you had to break it down in your own words, I always love hearing the different perspective okay. and you're explaining it to a friend. And you want him to go explore it. You're not going to teach him how to do it. You're just going to explain, how does this work? What are we doing here? What's your elevator pitch summary of the Amazon replan model? Okay. Basically, it's, it's something that I can go to the store and buy today. And if I sell out of it, I go back and buy it tomorrow. If I sell out of it, I go back next week and buy more. It's not going down like the discount aisles or the what's on sale. You know, like, like you mentioned a lot. If, if you happen to be there, maybe scan the thing because there's 20 bucks laying around there. I mean, maybe I'm not really like I don't go to the retail stores anyway anymore, so that doesn't right. even come into play usually. And then when I search for stuff online, usually those sale things don't come up the way that I search for them. So that, that's not something that comes into my the way that I do something. However, you know, if if you're at the store and you see something that's not, and it's great if you could find your replenishable items that are on sale because that's just making you more money. Those are not the things that I target. Hmm. You don't want to be waiting on sales and clearances and constantly on the Easter egg hunt. That those of us who did eBay for so long, 
that's the best analogy I've come up with. Is it felt like an Easter egg hunt. Sometimes you found these incredible winners and you were super excited. Then you'd go three weeks at a time and nothing exciting happened. So my, <laughs> my eBay experience was a little bit different than that just because I owned a computer store and I was selling yeah, stuff. Yeah, you had a steady had stream of three anyway. sellable. Yeah, product. Exactly. We were just taking apart old computers that came in and selling the parts because people always needed, you know, yeah. same thing as like used car parts, you know, yep. that there was in computers. Back in those days, nowadays, no one deals with computer parts. You can buy a whole new computer for $200. So. Yeah, exactly. The margins are, are super thin on tech. Yeah. But yeah, so that, I thought that was a great explanation, a great summary of what the model is. I appreciate that. You're finding underserved listings. So let's say you go up to one of these booths at ASD and they've got their product line. And you know what do you do? And people can do this virtually too. You don't have to actually sure. go to ASD. These kind of shows happen virtually. They're online. You can get the catalog from events. Actually, we've got a, before I turn you loose on that question, there's a mini course inside the Proven Amazon course, one of the mini modules we have. It's called um, Trade, trade show, show, no show, No Show, right? It's how to get all the catalogs from all these great trade shows that actually happen to go. Right. And then you start your sourcing journey from there. But yeah, keep it going. So the first thing I ask them is, do you sell to Amazon uh, resellers? Because I want to get that out of the way. I don't, I'm not trying to fake anybody, pretend that I'm selling on Amazon. They don't want to sell to Amazon, then I don't want to deal with them. So let's get that out of the way real quick. A lot of people don't. Probably like, it, it used, I hear it used to be really bad in the olden days, but nowadays it's probably 50-50 maybe, or maybe a little less than 50-50. But it, you know, how long does it take to ask them? Do you sell to Amazon resellers? And the next question is, like, what's your minimum order? quantity and what's your minimum order. Now I'm different than some of the other people probably in this because even though I'm asking this question, I'm not really looking for a particular number. I actually want a high number. And some of them are like $2,500 because my theory is, well, if it's $2,500, there's probably not a lot of other Amazon sellers buying that thing. A lot of the people don't know too much about this. So they're looking for people that have a minimum order of like $100 or $500 or something like that. Right. That's something that I kind of look for. And then I look for to see if I can get a, uh, a price list uh, with UPCs and prices without having to go through the whole, giving them all my information to join them. Now that's where you, you get, not too many of them will allow you to do that, but some of them will. I was able to get price lists from a bunch of them uh, at ASD. And at night I would go back to the room, I would scan these things and I ended up uh, getting some deals. I spent $35,000 at ASD before I even left there, just buying stuff. So, Did you ship it all home? Where'd you put it? Yeah, unfortunately, all these things had special stuff. And I actually had a picture that I posted in the group showing like what all these boxes looked like because they went to the top of my door. Like, That's what that was. And so you started thinking, hmm, I wonder if any of these guys would send it straight to Amazon for me. Yeah, I, I did. That was one of the questions that I would ask them. Some of them would do that. Most of them wouldn't. None of the ones that had like good sales at the show would do that. You would have to like go back and talk to them afterwards, which I had planned on doing, but I kind of like found so many good distributors to deal with that I haven't really gotten back to do that again yet. But that's yeah. like on my list of things to do. Yeah. You wake up every day and there's 50 very profitable ways you could improve your business and it's going well. Like which one are you going to tackle? Right. I mean, that that yeah. is really the the journey of this business model. Yeah. Uh, Keep it going, man. So as you're meeting these distributors, you're talking to them, some of them ship to Amazon, some of them don't. How do you process that list? Let's say they say, Yeah, here's the here's the 800 products we sell. Yeah, and and the prices. You said you kind of scan them. What well, if, do you they have a, that? if they give it to me like in a spreadsheet kind of file, I use tactical arbitrage. I just import them into tactical arbitrage and it just spits me out, you know, whatever, whatever's profitable and what's not profitable. And I only have to maybe look at maybe 50 ASINs or something like that and see, see so that's, if it's something that's resellable or not. That's looking only at the barcodes, which I don't want to dive into the weeds too far, but you could probably, have you ever done this yourself or maybe get a virtual assistant to look up those brand names one at a time and do a little bit of research? Or are you just hitting the list cold and just saying, just hey, if the barcode matches a winning ASIN on Amazon, I'm going to jump on it. Correct. That's what I do. Yeah. So you're going, 
you're digging an inch deep into a, a 15 foot deep opportunity here from my vantage point, because, you know, we're doing the same thing with some of our lists too. Like I don't have the time, but you could pay a $4 virtual assistant to, you know, some of those that are immediate identified winners, like, eh, let's see how many ASINs this winner appears on. Are there other ASINs besides the one that's easily scanned with a tool? Because a lot of winning ASINs don't have a barcode associated Correct. with them, right? So you have, that takes digging to find those. Not intense digging, but it takes time. Right. So you find a virtual assistant who's capable of doing those keyword research, like one of our proven replens VA. There's a little plug for our program. Are you using a VA yet? I have used VAs on and off throughout the years. But uh, as I had said before, that I'm kind of like a computer guy. So I do a lot of automation using computer programs and stuff like that. So I've always sure. found that the computer programs for me have worked uh, better than the VAs. Oh, you can now, plow through there's, so much I'm data. I'm not saying there's them. not some things that a VA would be excellent to, to do for me, but I just don't really have enough work for them to make them you know, useful to me. Well, my theory is, Ed, I'd like to test this theory and see if I couldn't get you excited about having someone working four bucks an hour going through those lists that you've already plowed through for the, let's say the low-hanging fruit. You've shaken the low-hanging fruit off the low branches. But if you give someone a stepladder and let them go up into those trees, there's a whole bunch more fruit on every one of those lists that you think you've kind of combed through already. You haven't because the, the products that are winning, the brand, whatever that brand is, if you do a little search on that brand, maybe a couple of keywords, play around and scroll to page two, page three, page six of Amazon for that search phrase, you're going to find some gold, man. You're leaving a lot of gold on the table. That you could have someone while you sleep for four bucks an hour finding, wake up to a list of 15, 20 ASINs every day. It's a good day. Really that you've already come through. I mean, I knew those were, th- were out there, but I didn't really, I never contemplated actually going and look at those things. Yeah. It, it's there, dude. I promise you. I almost okay. wanted to send you a free VA to prove prove a point so you can get you back on here and go, yep, well, you're actually, right. Dude. I actually have a VA that I can use. I just haven't given her anything in the past couple months or something like that. Do it, man. Do it and let me know how it goes. Okay. If she's good at doing, you know, that's what we train the proven replens VA program. I'll stick a link in the show notes for those who don't know what I'm talking about. But that's what we train them how to do is not just the the easy research that a tool can do. Any tool can say, "Hey, I found a matching barcode," and here, check this ASIN. But like I said, half, probably half the ASINs, half the listings on Amazon don't have a barcode. No, yeah, I've, it takes I've a noticed that before. Yeah, digging, you know, and okay, uh, yeah, I guess having a VA that actually knows how to do that. Can be beneficial also as opposed to Absolutely. having to train somebody. <laughs> it's an easy 40% bump to whatever your numbers are. Easy. Okay. Because you've built the relationships, you've got the lists, and you've told us all how to do it too. Just another way. You know, every time I think we've kind of got a comprehensive list of all the ways to find new ASINs and, and do the replin model, I add another one on. I'm, we're probably up to 30 different strategies now. You've just identified another one that. You know, it's been there. We've never really talked about it, but it's right there. And by the way, ASD has thousands of booths, and there's dozens of these shows all over the world any given you know month, probably. Right, right. <laughs> so it's not like we're going to crowd out ASD with this opportunity. It's the opportunity is just so expansive. But man, let's let's keep your story going. Sorry to go into coaching mode there, but I think oh, it benefits okay. you. Oh, and yeah, a lot you of gave other me some too, some hopefully. good things to think about there. That's great. Hey, thanks for listening. One last thing before I let you go. A reminder, our friends at Ecom Balance are there to help you with your bookkeeping needs. Know your numbers. Keep great books. Their bookkeeping service is free for two months. 
if you go to ecombalance.com and mention that we sent you Silent Sales Machine Radio or mention my name, Jim Cockrum. Here's the direct link if you want to write it down. jimc.biz slash keeper. Again, jimc.biz slash keeper, as in bookkeeper. Tell them we sent you. Get your books in order. Know your numbers. Make good decisions. Hey, we'll have another great episode for you real soon. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.